What is happening? This, that, and those listeners. Hi, friends. Feels like it's been just entirely too long since we've done a podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by Help Me Hemp. All right? They, Carrie and Bob, they were on the podcast before. Um, basically, they have their own hemp company. They got hemp oil, hemp protein, hemp seeds. Hemp, they have freaking body butter. They got everything. Everything that you need hemp-wise, they got you covered. Um, and look, I've been taking it. I've been mixing it with my shakes, and I can actually tell a difference. I'm not trying to honey dick you guys. Like, especially with my heartburn, acid reflux, stomach issues. I've probably talked about this before that like everything I eat gives me, I don't know. See, I don't know the difference. I'm not that smart when it comes to acid reflux or heartburn, but either way, one of everything I eat, I get it. And since I've been taking that, it's helped my, it's just helped my stomach. And that could be partly because I'm not eating just garbage. And I'm also not eating later. I've been doing the intermediate fasting, but their products definitely are working. And the thing about like hemp protein is uh, it's going to give you all your your branch chain aminos, which soy protein is not going to do. Soy protein, honestly, stay away from it. Hemp protein is where it's at. Um, and if you go to helpmehemp.org, that's where you can order their stuff. It's really, it's... Dude, and it's fairly priced. It's not like you're not going to break the bank going to them. It's helpmehemp.org, helpmehemp.org, H-E-L-P-M-E-H-E-M-P.org. And if you can't spell that, probably shouldn't be taken. Now, let's get into it. Hey friends, how the hell is everybody doing, man? I don't even know when the last episode was recorded, and there is no excuse. Simply, no excuse. Now, I got cut off of my uncle's Apple Music, and I am furious. I've been... I've been riding on his back under the radar on Apple Music before it was Spotify. I haven't had to pay for a music streaming platform in a long time. And now I'm forced with the decision, do I go Spotify or do I go Apple Music? I'm thinking more Apple Music? No. You know what? I'm actually thinking more Spotify. I I have a lot of stuff on Apple Music, and that's why I said that, but... As soon as I said it, I realized how much more I liked and enjoyed Spotify and their playlists. Apple Music is basically like, if you turn on the radio, it's basically Apple Music. Like, they just play the same shit. Even their, like, 
like underground stuff is still it's not even underground it's like i don't know and spotify has my favorite um my favorite playlist the mellow vibes or i think it's called mellow vibes i don't know what it's called now it's probably not anymore i also have this amino energy um ginger ale flavor i think it's new Uh, i got it from vitamin shop the other day and uh wow wow i am a fan that is freaking delicious it tastes like they poured half no three quarters ginger ale and a quarter sprite poa drank headshot drank ginger ale drank electrolytes drank wow that is tasty let me get another sippy poo Mmm. Wow. Delicious. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. So, um, I think I would be dropping the ball if I didn't at least acknowledge the death of Kobe Bryant. Um, it's fuck it's sad man it's sad and it's not sad because it's not sad because he's an athlete i mean that part it's obviously it's a sad day for the basketball world but man 41 years old the little girl his little girl um her friend I think there I think there was like three little girls on that that helicopter. There was at least two. Um nine people lost their lives. Now, if I'm going to be honest, like if this was just a normal story, it wouldn't I wouldn't be bringing it up, which is a shame. If there was little kids, maybe, but the fact that man Kobe Bryant one of the best players to ever fucking do it, man. It's uh, it's a shame, and I mean, I'll I'll admit that like, I was never the biggest Kobe fan. Like, I can appreciate what he did, um, but like I I honestly didn't really start watching basketball till till the Cavs drafted LeBron. That's when I got all in on basketball because being like a Cleveland fan, like the way I grew up. <clears throat> My family was, like, all Cleveland sports, all, like, or nothing. So, like, obviously, like, I, like, was familiar with the NBA, but I wasn't, like, it was never something that registered to me as, like, oh, yeah, I'm a diehard Cavs fan. No, when the when the Cavs drafted LeBron and it was fun to, like, watch a team, that's when I got into it. And, I mean, the, dude, that first year, it's not like we were we drafted LeBron, we were instantly, boom, like final contenders. No. So there was, uh, even when we had LeBron at first, it wasn't like we were better, yeah, but it wasn't like they were going to the finals. I, I mean, they did, but it's not like they were expected to win. Man, how about that? Speaking of, like, that, those finals, when the... 
the Pistons team that LeBron had to go against. What was it? Uh, Chauncey Billups, Tayshawn Prince, um, Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace. I'm missing somebody. I I wanted to say Daniel Marshall, but he was on the Cavs, right? I forget who else was on that team. The freaking Pistons. What what year was that? But anyway, what I'm saying is like, I was never, like I don't want to pretend like I was like the biggest Kobe fan and like that my childhood hero passed away. Because that's not what it is. But it is still sad because of everything that did done for basketball and like even outside of basketball. Um, hold on, I was looking up this Pistons team. Was it 04? Oh, there it is. Chauncey Billups, Richard Hamilton, Tayshawn Prince, Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace. That was it, huh? But damn, that starting five. Um, or was it the two? Th- no, I think that was the team that I'm thinking of. 2004, maybe? Yeah, that was the team. Man, what a fucking dude. What a starting five. Um, but yeah, man. It's it's devastating that a dude not I mean the Kobe thing is, is super sad, but the fact a thirteen year old girl and her friend, um and then I did this this honestly broke my heart. And I don't even know if it's true, but one of the news sites reported that Kobe and and Gigi were like that they were holding each other when they found their bodies. And that's if that's true, man, that honestly like that fucks with me. But like, man. Dude, if they shut down, if if no one's flying, don't fucking fly, you know? Like, what the, f- what the hell, man? And, like, uh, the whole reason that Kobe started doing the helicopter shit was because he wanted to spend more time with his family. And... just a bummer man I uh I don't know just freaking 41 years old basketball legend had so much more to give man and when I, when it first happened I thought of you know, the allegations that happened and, like, cheating on his wife and shit. And it really, that stuff doesn't matter, man. Because that's, you got to think. Kobe went into the NBA out of high school. And I believe, I might be wrong on that, but I'm, I'm almost 100% sure he, right out of high school. 
And when you're out of high school, you're 18 years old, then you're making millions, and you're one of the best players almost instantly. I mean, dude, if I was 18, 19, 20 in his position, dude, I would have I would have probably made more mistakes than than a, a, a cheating scandal. And like the whole the whole like allegations of the rape and I mean, dude, the court didn't find anything. They settled out of court and every like again, I was I thought the worst for the longest time, but then like now that I've been sitting on it and I don't I haven't seen I haven't seen anybody bring this up. This is just uh, what I was thinking, and I could be wrong. But, like, when... Because I'm, I'm team Michael Jackson. I'm not team, like, those other guys. I just feel like there's something up with them. And I feel the same way now about Kobe. Like, if somebody's out there saying you did awful things... Like unforgivable things. If you raped a woman, that's un- that's an unforgivable thing, right? If that's going out about your name, wouldn't you do and give anything you could to just get that out of the news? So settling out of court, some people think, you know, some people look at that and say, yeah, well, he paid her, she shut up, boom. I look at it and say, wow, he he, she won, like <laughs> straight up. She won. She got the money, whatever. Because when they looked into that chick, she wasn't really that good of a, a person either. She was, I mean, she had a sketchy like rap sheet. So, so that whole argument, I dropped that one. Um, and it's yeah. It's a bummer. And uh, I, I just keep seeing like all this shit about like the Mamba mentality. I forget who it was said. Somebody said that they like, they, they asked Kobe if he was going to practice before one of the games. And he was like, oh, no. He's like, I'm going uh, to just go rest. So the guy was like, okay, cool. Bet I'm going to go rest and then I'll come. And I'll get like shoot around. They got the shoot around. Kobe was drenched, and he said it was basically Kobe was just fucking with the guy, like to get a leg up. Kobe was drenched, had to go shower before shoot around because of how hard he worked out beforehand. It's just like that. You can always look up to the person that doesn't ever quit. The person that is in there working and pushing and trying to get better each fucking day. Like, you can always grab something from that person. And that, I mean, that's the type of dude Kobe was. And that's kind of why, like, like I said, I'm not, I was never the biggest Kobe fan, but like, respect wise, how do you not respect that? How do you not respect the guy that's working on himself every day to get better at his craft? You just, I mean, if you don't respect that, then. You're probably—I mean—you're probably a frick—you're probably a loser. You're probably a guy that's sitting in his mom's basement, Cheeto fingered up, typing on blogs, talking shit about 
anyone that's out there trying to better themselves. You're disliking YouTube videos, writing terrible Yelp reviews. I, <laughs> I've wrote terrible Yelp reviews, but that's just because I am a cunt. Anyway, um, but <clears throat> anyway, I, I just wanted to, you know, give my little two cents. Uh, and I'm sure I'm sure I'll talk more about this a different time. But I just wanted to address it a little bit. <sighs> Dude, it's just like it's it's it is crazy. Who else who else's last game dropped 60 points? Granted, he shot the ball 50 times, but 60 points on your going out game. I like his speech after where everybody, he said, uh, it was cracking him up that his whole career, everybody was telling him, pass the ball, pass the ball. You never pass the ball. And his last game, everybody's like, shoot the fucking ball, shoot it. (laughs) It's just like, I don't know, man. He shot two free throws with two blown Achilles. What other person? What happened when when KD blew his Achilles? I mean, now his might have been worse. His, we saw it pop in slow motion, which was heh, disgusting. But Kobe Bryant blew both Achilles. Then walked to the free throw line. Coo, coo, made both shots and walked back to the locker room with two blown Achilles. And that there's something to be said about the guy that doesn't give up when that happens. And probably the most excruciating pain that you can imagine. Imagine when you stub your toe. You don't you what do you do? You sit down or you squeeze your toe, you do something. I know you don't just walk that shit off. Now imagine the <laughs> your Achilles. And the bent, that that ligament, I believe it is, pops on both on both legs, and you, you go shoot free throws. <laughs> what, dude? No thanks. Bring the stretcher. Take my ass back. Give me surgery or whatever you have to do. It's it's um I don't know, man. It's just it really is a shame. Especially his daughter. Especially his daughter and her friend. Anytime young people lose their life before it even starts, it is a tragedy. Um, like, for real, a tragedy. Oh, man. Anyway, more sport, sport, more sports news. More sports news. Um... Stephen A. Smith, after the Cowboy and Connor fight, was like calling Cowboy a quitter. Dude, who the f- who are you? And I get it. Stephen A. Smith is probably the worst voice in sports. I don't care if you disagree. That's just. That's how I feel. Him and Michael Rappaport, dude, when I had to unfollow him because his he has the most annoying Instagram. He's not funny. Not funny. 
And um, so I unfollowed him because I every time I saw him, I got annoyed. And I was like, why am I getting annoyed over a guy that doesn't even know who I am? So I unfollowed him. And my life's better, period. So if you follow, if you follow Michael Rappaport, you should unfollow him. Actually, speaking of comedians, Ari Shafir uh, made a real fucked up video when Kobe died. Talking about, like, the rape shit. And he said some stuff I don't really want to repeat. Um if you want, you can go. You can go find it. He also posted a tweet, pretty much same thing, talking about the rape. Uh, and and if you want to go see that, go look for it. If you haven't already, and look, that's kind of what what uh, what he does. He tries to get people worked up by saying really fucked up stuff. Um, but then he went on because he, so many people were, were can't cancel culturing him, which I, I completely get this one. Like it was fucked up. I was trying to see where he was coming from with it, like where the joke was. And I, I could not. And like, you know me, I'm the person that's always talking about, I will never apologize for a joke. And it like, this one just did not. It was like he put no effort into it. It was like he put no effort into it. It was sloppy. It was a, It was just too much. Sometimes you cross the line. I don't know what he was trying. He, like, he said it was like he posted it for his niche, is his niche, and he was posting it for his fans. Dude, like to be honest, most comics don't want those fans because of how... F- fucked up that was that he said that like most comics that group of people that would have laughed at that they don't want them in their fan base and i don't understand why he does because oh like if you listen you have to and i'm just telling you you have to listen to a lot of ari shafir podcasts to understand this but like he does fucked up things and he says really messed up shit. But you can tell that he cares about his friends and he is not a bad person. And when he says things, it's literally because he's trying to make people laugh. And that's why I thought this one was so messed up because like I just don't see the person that would laugh at the things he said, and I don't. I don't want to know those people. Because the stuff he said wasn't funny; it was just mean, and like, it was mean, and it was just being an asshole, really. And again, like, I don't think he's—I don't think he's a bad person or trying to, like, make people angry. Obviously, he's trying to, like, rustle the feathers, but I don't think he was, like, doing it to get people to hate him. But uh, I just thought that that was was fucked up that he did that. Um, But he, he, like, on his Instagram posted a, uh, it was like a four-page apology. No, not a four page. I think it was whatever, whatever, uh, 
whatever Instagram lets you do, what is it, like, eight swipes or ten swipes of, like, you know what I'm talking about, I think. Um, but yeah, that was a little bit of a bummer, too, to see that, when it's somebody that you enjoy. <clears throat> um, but yeah, Stephen A. Smith, anyway, I don't want to keep talking about that, because that's so negative. Uh, Stephen A. Smith called Cowboy a quitter. Like, and, and Stephen A. Smith, like I said, dude, Stephen A. Smith is, like, one of those guys that he needs to say some dumb shit to get attention. And I think most people would agree with me that he, I would, I would say majority of sports fans agree with me that Stephen A. Smith uh, is just the worst, probably the worst commentator that is on ESPN. Like when first take comes on or whatever show, dumb show he's on, whenever that comes on, I turn it off. I turn ESPN off when I rarely watch it and that comes on, I'm out. But like for him to call Cowboy a quitter, dude, stay in your lane. You clearly don't know. You don't know fighting. And the thing about like fight fans is when they sense someone doesn't know what they're talking about um, and they say some real dumb shit. They're going to call you out. And that's what happened with Stephen A. Smith. Cowboy is the furthest thing from a quitter. And Connor is one of the best to ever do it. So that shows you how good Connor is. That he ended Cowboy in 40 seconds. No other sport can you do that. Um, no other sport can you go out there and win in 40 seconds. Like, if, imagine if you're watching a baseball game. Like, you're watching a baseball, or imagine Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> Imagine that the 49ers defense is so good that it shuts Patrick Mahomes down in 40 seconds and they just are like, well, you know what? That's it. We're done. No other, like, no other sport besides fighting can a guy go out there, completely rattle the other person, and win. And, dude, I th- I'm almost positive Cowboy had uh, like broken orbital bone, definitely a broken nose. Those shoulders that Connor was throwing in the beginning of that fight were brutal. When they got into the clinch and Connor was throwing those things, Cowboy's Cowboy's nose was like basically flattened. And then for Stephen A. Smith to go out there and call that man a quitter? Sir, you don't know the sport, clearly. And that's a bad look for ESPN. That's a bad look for Stephen A. Smith. That's a bad look for the M- for MMA, UFC. And ESPN and the UFC just signed that amazing deal, at least for the UFC. Wouldn't you be wanting to hype fighters up instead of saying, and like, 
I get it. He needs to say controversial shit because that's what who he is. He has to say like he has to be the heel all the time and just say dumb stuff. But like, come on, man. You're gonna call Cowboy Donald Cerrone? You're gonna call him a quitter? Oh, I get it. You don't know fighting. Period. Like, it's, uh, it was frustrating. Sometimes you need to just keep your mouth shut and just, just sit back and let the people that know what's going on be the ones that talk about it, you know? <sighs> the shit talking personality for him, it's gotten like it's gotten him far, right? So I get why he does it. Um But the UFC is not like other sports. And then you post that shitty boxing video. What the fuck was that? That boxing video with him like Throwing those weird punches? Come on, man. You look like you look like somebody on my Instagram feed. Just like, oh, you're training to be a fighter? Okay. You, do you know like what kind of discipline and hard work goes into that? What sacrifices go into that? Come on. You're just going to post a video of you hitting the bag? <laughs> Dude. Oh, man. Anyway. How about... Frick? Dude, that fight was so crazy. Um, Kamaru Usman was on was on Rogan's podcast. And I highly recommend that podcast. That was a great one. I, it made me a, a more, more of a, a, a Usman fan. Which I didn't think was going to happen. Because I... I fucking love that dude. He has a pace that is so, so insane. Um, and it's just, I, I want to see him fight as many people as I can, dude. And I, I want to see him fight Masvidal. I want to see Connor fight Masvidal. Um, or do I just want to see Masvidal fight? Whoa! Boom. Um, what else? Oh, man. So I watched, uh, the documentary on Netflix about the, the, uh, what the hell? Shit. The, the hot yoga guy. Bikram. The Bikram hot yoga dude. Uh, where he, you know, he basically says, like, he has these 26 signature poses and like this it's really more of like he says he has this 26 poses and a sequence of these poses and man the beginning of this he seems like a great guy he seems like a great yoga teacher but also a little bit manipulating um you know he said like i think at one point he says he got his green card straight from nixon because he fixed his leg or knee or ankle something he said, like, that he, he basically said, you know, that he he fixed something on Nixon. And Nixon was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Here's a green card. Uh, 
And he always <laughs> he always wore like a, a tiny black speedo and, and a Rolex. That's the other thing that was super weird. He was always wearing the speedo, and then he'd have like this gold Rolex. Um, but like when he wasn't doing yoga, he was dressing like flashy. They called him like the bad boy in yoga. Uh, what fuck, dude? He had some car. It was like it wasn't a cat. It might have been like a Rolls Royce. He was just always riding around in like Rolls Royces and shit. Uh, and then, so people wanted people were taking these classes, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I want to be an instructor, right?" So they they had to go. You had to go through his classes to get licensed, and the classes uh, to get licensed were eight or nine weeks or something, and they cost they cost people ten thousand fucking dollars and he would have like a hundred people in these classes and he would do them every fucking like nine or ten weeks so he had money he was balling out of control um so like he's it's it was hilarious like he's teaching these people and like it's something crazy like 110 degrees they're doing yoga like dying meanwhile Homeboy has an air conditioner vent on his back. <laughs> so these people are dying. He's like, push further, further, fat bitch, further, fat bitch. And, <laughs> and he's got an air conditioner on his back. Um, so like, so there are these nine week classes and they have to, they do them at hotels around the country. And while they're doing them, he stays in the hotel with them. He doesn't stay like somewhere else he stays in the hotel with him and he would like he he was all about like never sleeping he said he slept like 30 hours in a month which is eh, bullshit but uh so he would stay at the hotel with them and he that's not even a fight but he would he would call him at any time like yo come hang out with me and like he would send these people like yo go get uh go get fucking melissa tell her to come hang out with me it's like 2 a.m and it was all these like young girls, they were like 17, 18, 19. He's like 50. He's like, Yo, tell, uh, tell her come hang out with me. The one girl's like, Yeah, you, we go, we watch this movie. He's telling me to rub his hands and then his legs and his feet. And then he says, Massage my dick. And she like left and didn't tell anybody. And it was just like, Dude, it was real fucked up. And he said, There's like, there's million. He's like, His defense of not raping chicks was that there were millions of women that wanted to have sex with him, he said. Uh, And he said something dumb, like they would pay like a million dollars for a drop of his sperm. (laughs) I mean, so crazy, so narcissistic, egotistical, like... (laughs) Also, like, if you had a million women that wanted you, wouldn't you be wanting to go for the ones that didn't want you? It's like when people get so famous that, like, they end up trying to turn, like, straight dudes gay. Haven't you heard of that? I'm a, I might, I don't think I just made that up. I think that's a real thing. But, dude, he was, uh, he was fucking nuts, man. And, the oh, yeah, the other crazy thing is, uh, he was brought up on all these charges and he just fucking, dude, he fled the country. And if you're wondering if he's still teaching yoga, he sure is, man. Which is, I mean, so fucking crazy.
He's still teaching yoga. He's in uh, he's in Mexico or something now. But I mean, <laughs> he's just like, oh, cool. You guys, uh, you guys are gonna put me in jail. <laughs> Fuck that. Going back to India. Oh, and then the they did like an interview with somebody from India, and the, the guy was like, "No, he did not make this up. Like this is directly from my yoga instructor. Like he's the one that made these." And then, like he had like the only copy of this dude's book. It got weird. Anyway, if you want to see it, he's it's really fucked up, but you should watch it. It's like fucked up, but also you should watch it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so insane. I got I'm it was a good documentary. I need to watch more documentaries. The uh the little twelve week challenge that I'm doing is coming along nice. Um my mind is nice. I will say yesterday I had a real bad day, like really down on myself. Really just that's why I didn't I, I said I was gonna do a podcast, I didn't. Um I, I was just having a rough day, guys. So I didn't do it. Um, but here we are today, back on track. I'm down over 10 pounds, and it was like a percent or two of body fat, which I'm not using like the legit one. I'm using the one that you ha- you hold with your hands, and it measures like it goes off like water. Or, I don't know. It's some, something that's not legit. And basically the way that, my buddy explained it to me is like if you do it right when you wake up, it will be slightly different than if you did it after you are up for like a little while because you've had water inside of you. Oh fuck! <laughs> I mean, such an aggressive f bomb just now. I'm sorry, but anyway, guys, I think we can end it on this one. And I don't know any other way to go out than Lil Wayne. Um, So until next time, guys. Peace.
I mean, he's amazing. Pass me the damn ball. I don't need to pick it up. And don't worry about my shot, because I'm going to get that up. Yeah, I dropped 40 on your double team. Then I dropped 81 on another team. Yeah, you better go and be with caution. And watch I work him like an auction. <laughs> no such thing as exhaustion. No time for resting, because I don't take breaks. I just break records. <laughs>